I was sitting thinking of it, trying to think of an idea, and I saw a fly crawling on a wall. And I thought, gee, wouldn't it be something if, if we had a hero who could crawl on walls like a fly? So I said, yeah, that's great. Now, then I need a name. So I thought, fly man? That didn't sound dramatic enough. Insect man? No. And I went down a list, and then I got to Spider-Man. And somehow, Spider-Man, it sounded a little scary. It sounded impressive. So I said, I'll call him Spider-Man. I wanted him to be, Spider-Man, to be a teenager, but I'd make him a different kind. He wouldn't be a sidekick. He would be the hero. And again, to make him empathetic with the, with the readers, I figured I would let him be not that good-looking, not that successful with girls. He doesn't have a lot of money. He, in fact, he doesn't have enough money. He's an orphan who lives with his aunt and uncle. I thought that would make him relatable to a lot of kids. Hey everyone, I hope you're doing well today. Welcome to Quick Chat with Jay. I'm your host as always, Jay. I hope you're doing well. I'm doing well. Today, I want to talk about one of my most favorite superheroes. I've loved this character ever since I was a kid, and I think I will continue to love this character up until the day I die. <laughs> but um, already know who it is based on the title of this episode, so let's go ahead and jump into this episode. He's one of the most iconic comic book superheroes globally. He has a memorable jingle and gave us one of the saddest scenes in Avengers Infinity War. Spider-Man is one of my most favorite heroes and I love the movies. I own and love the Marvel Spider-Man games and I have, I have truly enjoyed reading the comics of his and I feel like this character is such a huge inspiration because he has values such as always helping those in need and doing the right thing. And I just think that's so admirable as a character. He is a very inspirational character who I think is deserving of the hype that he gets. So it's very confusing to me why his own fans act like they hate him. So how I came across this and why I think like some of them kind of hate him is I don't use a lot a lot of social media like that. I, you know, um, watch YouTube a lot. I don't really go on Instagram anymore, but I, you know, but I'll scroll through Twitter. I don't really use Snapchat because who does? But, you know, I follow, I um, look on Twitter and, you know, I follow people and topics that I'm interested in. And one of the topics that I follow is Spider-Man. And, you know, I follow it because I thought it'd be like a nice little way to, you know, be in a community where people talk about a character that you like, you know, and two, I just wanted to keep up on news about the new Spider-Man movies that's about to come out. And, you know, um, I do find that in this topic that I follow, but, 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 uh, <laughs> I never thought I'd find so many fans that like act like they hate this character that they are supposed to like i swear like every day there is a take about something they didn't like about spider-man especially things they didn't like they do not like about tom holland's spider-man so in a way i can understand why there's like so much discourse and why there are some takes that can come across as being really bad or 
just rude to the character and or like the actors who have played these characters or played this character but i think people should remember that no character stays the same especially when this character's story has been told so many times and you know there are bound to be changes big or small and you know it doesn't mean that you have to hate the character just because it's written a certain way just you know it's just a different iteration of the character and you know just because it is a different iteration it doesn't mean that you can't enjoy any of the previous um stories that we've gotten about spider-man or anything and it does not mean that the character is ruined because i see so many people act like the character is so ruined and you know i'm like i don't understand because when i look at these movies i'm not seeing it as i'm not seeing it as like this is the same spider-man that is trying to be replicated from the first Spider-Man movie we got with Tobey Maguire. But, you know, there's just some takes. I'm just like, I don't understand, like, you know, especially for things that us, the fans, ask for. And what I mean by that is, for example, let's talk about dear old Uncle Ben for a moment. Before Spider-Man Homecoming was released, a lot of the Marvel fans, you know, um, specifically Spider-Man fans, already said that you know, they didn't want to see the same story of Uncle Ben being redone because already had that every other movie so far that we've gotten with Spider-Man and we just didn't want to have that again. And I was actually one of those people who was like, I kind of hope they don't like do the whole setup again because it's not like you are reintroducing the character to a lot of people, but at the same time, it's like, I don't think you have to do it and the same run, you know, the same run by the numbers way that a lot of characters have when they're being reintroduced to a new, um, could be like a new generation or just, you know, a new crowd of people. And I was just like, you know, a lot of us was like, we just don't want to see the scenes of Uncle Ben dying again. Like, you know, so what the MCU did and people who you know, work within the MCU, which is Marvel Cinematic Universe. For those who don't know, they set us after a time when they, like, after Uncle Ben's death. And, you know, instead of going by the numbers and showing us exactly how he passed away and how that affected Peter, they just do subtle nods to pay respects to Uncle Ben, such as, like, things like his, what was it? His suitcase that peter carried in one of the movies and you know it's just so crazy because fans ask for that but now the fans are mad because there's been no explicit mention of uncle ben in the mcu with the exclusion of the zombies episode that we got of um, marvel studios show what if which comes on disney plus but like isn't that what we asked for like, you know, like we said we didn't want another run by the numbers and the studio listened, but now everyone is like, wait, what about Uncle Ben? And I'm like, but y'all, you guys literally asked for this not to happen again. <laughs> you know, really, the studio could just went by the way of Batman and we could see Martha's pearls flying again, but they decided not to do that. And now it kind of makes the fans, in my opinion, seem a little ungrateful for the fact that the studio actually did listen to us and 
they was like, we hear you guys, so we're going to change it. So it's not going to be the same thing over and over and over again. And, you know, I like the fact that they did do that. And I don't know. It's just some. It's just that one thing like that just makes me go like, okay, but you guys asked for it. So now you're mad because they're not really explaining it. I get it because Uncle Ben, it really is an anchor and the motivation for why Peter is Spider-Man and why he is the way that he is. So I do get that like, you feel like something's missing because that was the reason as to why the superhero even exists because he has someone in his life who told him to help those in need and who told him that because any person who has power it comes with that responsibility that you should do something if you can do something you know so i can understand that but at the same time it's like but we did ask for this just one thing i just thought was kind of weird and another thing is just how so many people try to go over the like who's better who's the better spider-man slash peter parker or who is the you know like who's a good peter parker but a bad spider-man who's a good spider-man but a bad peter parker and there's always the conversation about the better one of who it is is it was it toby was it andrew or is it tom and you know i want to go back to what i said earlier about how there are different iterations in different versions of this character and you know just because you enjoy one more than the other doesn't mean that you need to bash the other or try to put it down you know what i mean like they can coexist <laughs> they are coexisting you know like for example i've enjoyed i have enjoyed every performance from each actor but i feel like my most favorite version has to be andrew garfield's i feel like he was such a great actor for the role and i really enjoyed the amazing spider-man movies and you know now because like andrew is my favorite now he is my favorite but that doesn't mean i'm gonna bash tom or toby's spider-man because you know they're good in their own way and i mean for tom's spider-man i'm excited for no way home so yeah i really do like the direction they have with tom spider-man and you know i've enjoyed seeing tom's run as spider-man so far because he brings his all every time and you know i love that about him just as an actor and you know especially him as spider-man this is his dream job same thing with andrew garfield that was his dream job to have and seeing knowing that that was his dream job to have and he actually got to become spider-man he did such a great job same thing with tom it's like these people who have a love for that character and now they're getting to play that character you can see how much fun they're having you can see how much emotion they're trying to bring to this character because that's a character that they've hold so dear to their heart <laughs> for so long and i really do love seeing that these two actors have brought so much to him but andrew kind of he kind of is my favorite <laughs> you know but as i just said i really do enjoy tom both of them are great actors and i believe both of them are great peter parkers and great spider-man you know like i truly do believe that and then another thing with tom is that so many so many people bash tom's spider-man call him iron boy jr <laughs> which <laughs> i can't lie like it's kind of funny but it's like discrediting all the things that tom spider-man has done on his own such as fighting vulture on his own fighting Myf mysterio 
on his own. And even though it was a group effort, he got some hits, you know, in with Thanos. And, you know, now he's about to be dealing with the freaking multiverse. He's doing so much and he has done so much. So, you know, it's like, how are you bashing this Spider-Man when he's doing a lot of things and he can ho- and he's proven to hold his own in a fight or to deal with his own problems? That's an- the thing that made me think about it because I saw this meme and it was like showing in the first uh, appearance of Tom Holland's Spider-Man in Civil War, like he was scared. He didn't want to fight. And then in Homecoming, he was scared and didn't want to fight. But Iron Man had to handle his situation and his problems, which wasn't even true. Because I'm like, did y'all watch the movie? Like, Iron Man did not even want him <laughs> to be dealing with the Vulture. But Spider-Man went against his wishes and just did it anyway. And he proved himself to be capable of being Spider-Man, you know, or being capable of just being a great hero being someone who's always going to do the thing that's right. And then in the meme, it was another one with Far From Home. Like, he was scared to, you know, like, uh, go up against Mysterio and somebody else had to do it. And then now they're trying to say in the new No Way From Home that he's going to be scared again. And it's going to be the, um, well, allegedly, it's going to be the other two, uh, Toby's Spider-Man and Andrew's Spider-Man. I think they had a Wanda in there and I think they had um, no, they had Doctor Strange and it's like, oh, they're going to have to fight his battles now. It's like, I don't, to me, it's like, I don't like how y'all paint him as if he's just a scared little boy who can't do anything for himself. I just thought that was kind of weird. I understand like it is to be funny, but at the same time, I was like, okay, but that's kind of inaccurate to his character. <laughs> now, <laughs> that I don't know. That's just what I thought, but I have to say, like, even though with some of the, you know, negative takes or critiques that I see, I mean, I get it. I do. I get it. You know, like, I know, you know, I've talked about some of the issues that I've had with some of the things I see fans, what they've said. But, you know, like a critique that I really kind of have that I don't care for that they do have in the MCU and they do have with the current Spider-Man is that they named his senses, Peter Tingle, just call it Spidey senses. Oh my God. Like, come on. <laughs> like, do you really need to call it that? And, you know, I can also understand how in the far from home, people didn't like the fact that Spider-Man was overseas instead of in New York, because that's not something that we usually see him do. But, you know, just because it is different from the norm doesn't mean it's automatically something terrible that's happened to the character are terrible to the way that they're writing him. I just think they're trying to see what works and what can we do differently with this character that can kind of elevate him to another status of like what we've come to know. You know, it's nice to have like the classic of what a character would do, but it's nice to see like, you know, what else can they experience and things like that. So I just think it's kind of cool when they can you know, have characters go to places that you would be like, why are you even here? <laughs> you know? But I feel like sometimes I'm maybe reading, you know, way too deep into some things and I'm maybe reading things wrong. But I mean, I can understand critiquing certain things about a character or characters because that's just something that we do, you know, and they can 
be legitimate critiques about the things that should be different or things that shouldn't have changed from the character. But I think by all the critiques I was seeing, people were just losing the fun of enjoying this character and the other versions of these characters. You know, and in my eyes, some things just felt really nitpicky. And I found it strange that so many were negative towards a character that they claimed to love so much. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's all opinions. Like, y'all literally just sat here and listened to my opinions about this character or my opinions about how the fans talk about the character. And, you know, not saying that I'm right or wrong because, you know, it's just an opinion. So, really, it's, I think it's just based on whoever you're hearing it from. But at the same time, I'm like, some of it is just very negative to me. And it's just kind of weird because I'm like, I would think you guys would actually like this character or love the character that you're claiming to love but you're being so nitpicky about him and i don't know it's just to me it was just kind of strange that's all <laughs> so that is the end of my episode for today i got to speak about spider-man i love spider-man so much i like i said i am so excited for um, Spider-Man No Way Home, which is going to release in December. We, three more months. I'm excited for it. Uh, recently, my mom, she, my mom always surprises me, surprises me with things. Because uh, I was like sleeping and she came in my room the other morning and she was like, hey, I got this for you. And, you know, I'm looking at what she got me. Guys, she got me a, like a holographic poster of some of the mo like the most popular marvel characters it has spider-man on there it has hawkeye falcon black panther doctor strange thor hulk iron man captain america and black widow it even has ant-man so you know i love that so much i love these characters so much i can like i said i totally do understand some of the critiques but something's just you know that just seemed a little bit like too negative <laughs> you know but at the but like i said at the end of the day it is a thing but i hope you had fun i hope you enjoyed listening to me just a few more things before i go i know i know i was gone for a little bit but um things happen in life so <laughs> i had to you know just deal with life as we all do and you know i'm very excited to be back making episodes because this is something i truly do love thank you so much for those who have been listening while i've been away i can i've seen like my numbers go up with people who've been listening thank you so much um by the way i'm already in my season two of my podcast <laughs> if you remember or if you're new I said that I will have 20 episodes for my first season and I did 20 episodes for my first season and so now I'm on season two and I'll be doing another 20 episodes. This is actually episode two of season two. My first episode for season two is the Adult Swim episode that I did a few weeks ago. Listen to that if you haven't already. I had a lot of fun making that one because I truly do like Adult Swim and I love some of the shows they have. Um, I think I mentioned some of the shows that I love in that episode. So 
I just had a lot of fun learning about the history of Adult Swim and going over like how it came to be, how it is now, you know, like the past of it and the present. And, you know, I had so much fun making that episode, but now we are officially in season two of my podcast. I'm excited for season two because I feel like I've come up with some good ideas about some episodes I can have. Those will be coming soon. I got to make sure I have time to work on them. (laughs) But um, yeah, they will be coming soon. So I really do hope you enjoy what's coming next. Um, I think I said all I wanted to say for this episode. Um, I got, yeah, I got all my stuff out the way. Anyway, my, uh, I post, I'll be uploading on Saturday. So remember, I upload on Tuesdays and Saturdays. I have my social medias so you can follow me on instagram at quick chat pod and you can also follow me on my other account vager which is v-e-y-j-e-r my email is quickchatj at gmail.com if you want to reach out to me about anything oh wait no (laughs) sorry i thought i just thought of something that i forgot to mention but no um anyway Yeah, that's the end of my episode. Guys, have a good day or night at the time you're listening. Thank you so much for listening, especially if you got all the way to the end. Thank you so much for supporting me all this time. I hope you enjoyed the new things I'll be putting out. And to close out this episode, I want to actually have Stan Lee play us out. So, yeah. So one question I'm always asked, who would win in a fight? Who would win in a fight if Galactus fought uh, the Hulk? Or if Thor fought Iron Man? And there's one answer to all of that. It's so simple, anyone should know this. The person who'd win in a fight is the person that the scriptwriter wants to win. If I'm writing a story about the thing from the Fantastic Four and he gets into a big fight with Spider-Man and millions of people out there say, who would win? Well, it depends on who I want to win if I'm writing the script. If I want Spider-Man to win, he'll win. If I want the thing to win, he'll win. These are fictitious characters. The writer can do whatever he wants with them. So stop asking those bonehead questions, because I've had it with that.